You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue podcast on the Pass the Gravy podcast network. I was wondering, did you happen to catch the professional football contest on television last night? No, I didn't. Oh, it was most exhilarating. The Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay. And in the end, the Giants triumphed by kicking an oblong ball made of pigskin to a big H. It was a most ripping victory. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Uh, coming to you on demand on this fabulous Tommy Tuesday. Welcome to Clarendon Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants, brought to you by possibly the greatest band ever to come out of Texas, Loose Illusion. Check them out on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your tunes. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you doing, buddy? What's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good. I saw our boys at Loose Illusions on Saturday night. Saw them, uh, saw them live. They rocked. Put on a hell of a show. So yeah, shout out Lucid Illusions. Best band out there right now. Hell yeah. Best can, band out there. You can, you can keep your other bands. I can't actually think of any. Boy, who's modern Your Beyonce's. Yep. Keep your Beyonce's and your K-Pops. I need my Lucid BTS. Illusions. That's it. Dell. Um... Green Day. I saw Green Day. Green Day back. Kelly They've got a new Clarkson. album coming out. I think so. It's always when I, I when it comes to like bands like that, I'm kind of torn in that when I see pictures of them today, I'm like, on one hand, I like the fact that you're keeping to your to your way, you're sticking to your values, you're not selling out. But then also it's kind yeah. of like that Trey Cool, like aren't you like in your 50s now why why are you dressing like that that's it's weird i don't know i don't know how i feel it's the style yeah i don't know i get what you're saying though you have to get to that point where surely it's like grandpa why are you putting on eyeliner i got a gig tonight gotta look cool well dress it's work it's work <laughs> daddy granddad's gotta go to work <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be the thankful one because he's the one that gets to sit down for the whole gig. See? Yeah. He's smart. Smart. Oh, what have we been up to? What have we been up to? What have we been up to in the last, I don't know, what, 12 weeks since we've done a show? Just been living uh, yeah, life. I feel like we just, uh, I feel like we just, I've had like, I had a crown put in. I had a, like, I thought I was going to get a root canal last Tuesday. And I was like, hey, bud. I might be like I would have looked like I had like a stroke face where I would just, just like, been dribbling, numb, drooling. You know, like you just can't. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. But like they, I, they were like ninety percent chance they're gonna have to give me a root canal. So like we didn't do one then. I had a doctor's appointment the week before that. And the only time they could get me in was when we would be recording. And then I feel like we've always like the the other couple of weeks it was just like you had you were out of town one week. I had something else I had to do. I had a dinner we had to go to. It was just like we just got. Tangled up on like schedules where it was like a really weird, golf like, tournament. Was still, I don't remember. Yeah, but I was looking at golf tournament on Tuesday. Because when I upload the podcast to Spotify, 
you have a, like a little feature where you can say, hey, which season is this podcast and which episode of that season is it? Uh, so I was checking out what's the last episode we did so I can keep you going. And since the beginning of this quote unquote season, which I believe we normally kick back into gear early August for when preseason right. starts and stuff like that. Since August, this is our eighth episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we are. We are not very good at this. We need to find that. Um, but well, yeah. But that's why we don't do it live anymore. So hopefully, you know, we can, when our schedule's all fucked up, we can still just hop on Zoom at some point. Yeah. And give you people the the wonder of our beautiful faces and voices. And yeah, the Giants haven't been fun. Except for the last month. Yeah, except for the last month, like, I didn't want to talk about it. I was just mad. And like, you and I would text about it. And it's just like, just, we were like old men, like, again, these kids. Not caring and scoring points, and now an Italian American came into our hearts, and and you know everybody, we're back in, we're all the way back. Yeah, just to kind of finish on the negative before we sweep them under the rug and talk about the glorious game that was yesterday. Like even yes. the last two, what well, we we've won three games in a row now. Even the last two were kind of like I, I'm happy we won, but Jesus Christ, they were they were miserable to watch. Until last night. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to no, complain. Gonna... After, oh, do you know after who is going to complain, though? Season, it's like, I'll take it. Do you know who yeah. is going to complain? And I'd love it. Those, well, we should be, we should be taking what they trying to win. Uh, <sighs> I hate those people. I, I hate, hate that guy. I hate that guy. Like, tell me last night was not fun. Tell me last night was not fun. Oh, well, you cannot. No, you don't get to enjoy last night. You don't get to enjoy Tommy DeVito Linsanity. All right. You don't get to enjoy that. All right. If you just want to tank, fuck you. You can want to tank. You can want that all you want, but you can't enjoy the fun stuff because you have decided that you are anti-fun. Like my wife would probably do a spit take if she heard me say this because she'd be like, really? Really? But at the end of the day, it's just a game. Sports is supposed to be fun. And if you can't have fun watching your team win, what the fuck is your life like? Like, seriously. That's why you watch your team. So it can right. make you feel the happiest. West Ham sucks a lot. But, like, we had one day six months ago, basically, where they won the Europa Conference League, and it felt like the greatest day ever. And we just, like, there's days like that where you're like, oh, well, like, men, re- men really won't go to therapy, but they'll do this. Like, no, I just want my team to win. Like, that's really the only thing. I want in life is just my team to win. And like, so, so he's like, what do men really want? They want to, they want their team to win a championship. And that's really that's it. what it is. That's it. West Ham doing that was amazing. The Giants, two of the two best days of my life were when they won the Super Bowl, February 3rd of uh, 2008 and February 5th of 2012, when they beat the Patriots both times to win the Super Bowl. Those are the two greatest days of my life. Single greatest days of my life. Never made it. Don't tell Fun me. Fun facts. This is where Alex O would pop in if he was if we had a live chat. One hundred percent of the time, when the New York Giants are in the Super Bowl and I'm in the same country, they win it. They're they're one and zero so far. So fact right there. Um, yeah. So last, if you are what listening to this on the Tuesday last night, the Giants of New York took on the Packers of Green Bay and won the game by kicking an an op was it an oblong? I've already forgotten the quote. Pickskin thing for a big Oblong H. Oblong ball, yeah. Oblong ball for a big H. Uh, oh. Before we kind of dive into it, 
what, what was your thoughts? Because this is like, this is why Tommy, I've got so many things to say about Tommy. Firstly, before the game, it's all over social media. How much does it excite you that Tommy DeVito's agent is Inspector Gadget? Like if Inspector I mean, Gadget yeah, joined the mafia, awesome. that would be him. Yeah. No, like, I mean, I think I think we need to step back and like let we haven't really gotten to do the pod since the Tommy DeVito era began. For the Tommy De- DeVito era is likely going to end poorly. It's likely not gonna end great. Not really gonna like not gonna commit to that. Not gonna like I hope it prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. But like I feel like we know what we got. And we're just having fun with it. Like last night was like, fucking let's go, Tommy. And anytime Tommy DeVito doesn't, he made a great throw to Wondell Robinson at the end there. So set us up for that field goal. I thought he stepped up, especially in the second half. But like, it just all the shit that goes with it, like him doing the Italian thing against the commanders was like, all right, I love him. And if he gets a win, then we have our troll job right there. And then we can just troll and be like, this is the positive thing we're looking at every Sunday until we can't look at it. And I think Dable... Got some shit for not starting Tyrod last night. I think a lot of people wanted to start Tyrod because Tyrod came off of IR, and they're like, why not do that? And he said, Tommy's earned it. And I think sometimes you just need to throw some fuck shit in there. And Tommy's a little fuck shit, dude. Like, he, he, like we don't know where to get with him. He's a rookie. He's going to make some mistakes. But, like, hey, he's kind of fun. He does the Italian thing. He sparks the locker room a little bit. People play for that. Like, his dad's awesome. They fucking hand out chicken parm in the fucking parking lot of the stadium before because they're fucking just regular season ticket holders that are tailgating. His fucking agent shows up and is like, yo, I'm going to play into this. I'm going to buy a mafia suit, and then I'm going to stay on the sidelines with you in a fucking flip phone that I'm going to look like I'm from, like, the first season of Sopranos. It would have been, be like, m- been funny if he had... On that the whole time. It would have been funny if he had multiple flip phones. If he had like, a brick. Like <laughs> with, the, it, with a big a wire, <laughs> that would have been great. But like, it's a, it's like a, it's a fever dream. Tommy DeVito is a fever dream right now. That like, I don't, I would love it if Tommy DeVito ended up being an amazing starter for the New York Giants and won them Super Bowls. I don't think that realistically is going to be the, he's the long term solution quarterback. I think that Tommy DeVito has solidified himself as an NFL player for the next five years to a decade because he's going to be a career. He's going to always have a job now that they've shown that he's, he's capable coming in. Oh, backup. I think he's always going to be. And I think when, when you ask like Jake Browning of the Bengals and stuff, like, can you not fuck it up? If you come in in relief of somebody, when somebody goes out, can you kind of keep the ship steady a little bit? And I think Tommy DeVito has showed that he can do that. Why Because Tyra Taylor's and contract's going to come up at the end of this year. So he's going, there's no like, Tyra Taylor. Uh, Sorry, Tommy DeVito 100% should get a new contract and be the backup quarterback next year, at the very least. There's no reason yeah, why not. Draft anybody. Well, it depends, but yeah. But then we keep him on but the roster. Thing about, so, so, here's the thing about well, Tommy. I will say, one, if you think of like how far he came when he came on to replace the injured Tyra Taylor against the Jets, and he was literally told, right, your job is to take the snap and hand the ball off to a runner. Do not even think of throwing the ball. To what we saw last night, the improvement on this kid is ridiculous. And this is where my thing, where everyone's going, and rightfully so to a certain degree. So I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's only for now and blah, 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 blah. But let's just say, because we all know he was an undrafted free agent, but what if 
just imagine if this guy was a first round pick in the draft, people would be losing their mind going, gee, have you seen this kid in New York? Like, oh my God, first year out of college. He could be, he could be the franchise. I think it's just all, what's the word? Perspective it's here. Perspective. Yeah. So I, I'm and obviously I'm not, I'm not saying we should put that, you know, tie the wagon to him or whatever and let him go. But, but what if he wins out? Like, what if he wins out, dude? Nine and eight. That's a playoff team. Nine and eight. We, we probably get in the plus. I'm not saying we're going nine and eight. I'm saying that's not mathematically impossible. If we win out, we are nine and eight. That's just a fact right there. Okay. That's just the facts. And if we do that, then and Tommy DeVito fucking balls out and leads us on game winning drives in every one of those remaining games. Like you have to ask the question at some point, like is Tommy DeVito a starter? I don't know if that is going to happen. I would say the odds would say no. But like, why fucking shit on that? I hope they do. That'd be awesome. If he throws four touchdowns a game and we went out, like, I don't understand. Like the people that are just haters that are mad that the team's going out there and winning to circle back to those fuck faces. Like the people that just want to be miserable all the time. Buddy, we're already there. A lot of the last like five, six, seven years have been me just being miserable. Give me the fucking Tommy DeVito's. Give me a little bit of happiness. Oh, but folks in the draft, you draft who you fucking draft, dude. Get a quarterback there. Get up, like trade up. Do whatever the fuck you have to do. Well, then the franchise is gonna fuck it up because they don't know how to do things. So you want that franchise to draft a quarterback? You want that draft like you don't you want them drafting quarterbacks? If they're gonna fuck it up, then they're gonna fuck it up if they draft a quarterback. Trade up, get who you need to do, whatever you're gonna do. Just fucking be happy with a goddamn win. Hey, Shut and, up and, and be the happy draft, with a goddamn win. Your all you're drafting is potential. This guy Zach might Wilson be good. Went Zach Wilson in the draft. Whereas why would you trade for potential when you have in theory this this kid who's currently what three and one on four starts if i'm correct yeah yeah three in a row because i think he's played because it because it was the jets but he only played half that game and then three starts okay right? so three yeah, three and oh he's won three in a row but, but yeah. yeah and i mean he led the team on a game-winning drive last night let's see him on a game-winning drive talk about pressure Despite like, the refs trying to fuck us every chance they had there in the last five minutes of that game, Tommy DeVito said, take this and fuck off. We're going to go down the field. We're going to score. And then Randy Bullock didn't miss this time. So that was sick. I, Randy, Randy Bullock is a fucking liability. I'm not ever comfortable when he kicks the ball. Yeah, I was very no I was I was looking between my fingers last night. I was like, oh, my God. Did he do it? But here's my theory, right, about Tommy and why he's being so successful, and why I could see us fucking around and beating the Eagles twice, because I noticed something last night in his style of play, shall we say, is that there was several times that, let's just say Tommy's still progressing, he's still growing into his position, and there was a couple of times where he threw the ball, and then when the camera cut to where the ball was going, it was just landing in the middle of nowhere. There was no players anywhere near it. And it was like, what the fuck was that? He did that a couple of times, right? So here's my, th I think now the defense are looking, they're nervous now because they're like, right. One of two things is going to happen when that ball snaps. We have like a second or two to, to pressure him and maybe sack him. If not, he is launching that ball 
And no one, including him, knows where the fuck this ball's going. It's either going to be a fucking dart and go to the receiver, or it's going to go somewhere there. So as soon as the ball goes, it's almost like they have to stop for a second and be like, wait, where's, where's the ball's going? Where's the ball going? Fuck, it's over here. And they, because the, the point was proven in their Wondell Robinson catch. He was, I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he obviously is a good receiver. He's a decent receiver and he made some space, but he was like two yards, two, three yards in space. Like, so I'm saying, I think, oh, I think he's got, yeah, I think, I think he's getting, I thought that was a bad throw. I, uh, I, no, not that that's one. what I'm that, saying though. That's what I'm saying. The flea flicker I thought was a bad throw that maybe DeVito should not have made. I'm really glad he did. But like the flea flicker should have been a pick if Wandale does not just dive back to get that, which was sick. Um, and then I thought that was a risky throw, but it was a calculated throw and you kind of had to make a throw in that moment at the end. And that was just ballsy as fuck for Tommy to step up and make that throw. But Wandale, uh Robinson had his best cat, his best game of the year of his career. Probably. I would say, I think he was on his way to having a career game that se- like last season when he tore his ACL and hopefully he can stay healthy for the remainder of the season, but it's obviously a game changer when we have him, we can use him in that Debo Samuel role where we kind of run him out of the backfield a little bit and kind of use him as a running back. I like that a lot. I think that it opens it up for Hyatt a little bit, which I wish we would have seen more. I um I, I really felt like Slayton was kind of utilized. Isaiah Hodgins has had a he's kind of oh, like had some snaps taken away from him that, this season, but that but was that a sick catch cat. right there. Oh, the, the, the the throw, the patience, the blocking by the offensive line. I mean, I think that you going back to what you kind of said, I rewatched the condensed version of the game today to kind of try and take some notes on it and just what what you kind of said about how they like Tommy was throwing them off because they didn't really know what was going to happen. Like you had no clue where it was going. And I do think that him just getting the ball out quick has been such a game changer where I get that it's sim- it's easier said than done. But at the beginning of the season, like Daniel was holding on the ball a little too long. Tyrod even held on the ball a little bit too long. And Tommy was kind of holding on to the ball too long, I think, three by week. But like last night, it was like, boom, okay, read, read, throw, read, read, throw. And they're safe reads. They're reads that are not for long distances. I think that it was like that they had let him kind of air the ball out a little bit, but like they were very calculated plays for six, seven yards at a time, which are nice little chunk plays and you can wear out the Packers. Then we give it to Saquon. Saquon had a pretty good game. I don't, I'm, I'm still a little mad about that alleged fumble that they ruled, but we'll, we can get into that a little bit later, but yeah, like Tom, like Tommy's getting the ball out quick and, and giants have never lost a game this year that they have not given up a sack. So maybe stop giving up fucking sacks. Isn't it awesome when you don't get sacked? How, it makes the offense just efficient when you're not just ending a drive just in the middle of nowhere. And then fucking Dexter Lawrence coming back. He played 20 snaps. I think he had like six tackles, two quarterback pressures. And I think he almost, he forced a, a, a sack like Dexter Lawrence coming back was a game changer. Aziz Ojolari being healthy was a game changer. I thought McKinney was awesome. Deontay banks that like, I know he's had some rookie growing pains, but he absolutely shined in several moments last night. It was just like, now we're getting back. We're, they're, they're doing the thing, Mike, that like, remember when we bought in on Joe Judge again? When we were like, no, no, they're buying in. But I think they bought in on Dable. I think they already bought in on Dable last year. I don't think it's at the, it was at the end of Judge's first year where it's like, the team kind of sucks, but like they're buying in on him. We already know they bought in on Dable and co last year. I think they're just buying back in on it. They went through a rough patch. There were some injuries. Shit happened. And they're finally at the point where they're like, now let's just fucking be dogs. Like, let's go out there. Let's play together. We got a third string quarterback. Fuck it. And like not having anything to lose makes you a little bit of a dangerous team. Sometimes I think that's kind of what we're like. We've also not played the greatest teams also not played the greatest teams, but who cares? I'm not going to apologize for who we've beaten. Not going to apologize. 
No, but also I think the, the yeah the team are definitely buying definitely buying into Dave again, um, and I, th- I think again to give the man his flowers and not but I think it all again revolves around Tommy DeVito. I think one I think the the players are are kind of getting swept up as well. Maybe not like consciously, but subconsciously now when you have like this third string guy who's uh, whose original contract I think they said it on this on the broadcast I had. Like people saying, why why does he still stay at home? Why does he still live at home? Blah blah blah. His contract was twenty thousand dollars, like not twenty thousand dollars a week, twenty thousand dollars. That's all he was getting paid by the New York Giants. So no shit, he was still living home with his parents. Now I'm assuming he's getting paid more than that. But now they've got him running out. The crowd's going nuts. You've got people with giant inflatable hands that do this. Like it. It's fun to be part of that, and I think the players are joining. And I think also it's a cult following. And I think and it's... to see what Brian Dable did with Daniel Jones last year, and then it started to go a bit sour this year. Maybe the players are oh shit, where are we at? But then to see, I guess not just Dable. I'm sure on you know the whole offense coaching, but to see again how much they brought Tommy along, I think the the team is like oh shit, we we this is something. I think this is something. And I think everyone's buying and getting excited about it. I do think a lot of the positives that have come from the Giants have been because of Tommy DeVito. And I think that it is easy to be in the NFL and be like, we got to be serious. We got to do all this stuff. We got to be leaders. Everybody, I'm a leader. I go to do this. We got to keep the clubhouse together. And then maybe there's drama. Is Wink Martindale having a falling out with Brian Dable? Oh, no. Drama in the clubhouse. Is Kafka on his way out? Hey, they have a fucking third-string quarterback named Tommy fucking DeVito. He's an Italian stallion. He's a hero. He does this. His parents look awesome. His agent is a Sopranos character. Like, he's a cult hero. Maybe don't take yourself so seriously. And I think that maybe the players kind of stepped back and were like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's just go ball out for this Italian kid. And I think that's what we saw. Like, they, they're they playing for each other. We're turning the ball over. All, or we're forcing turnovers the whole time. This has been awesome the last month of being a Giants fan. Even though they, they make us sweat out every fucking game. Like, they're trying. And it's completely different football than we've seen the last two months of the season until now. And I know it's partly just to help. Being a professional, I get that, but the team is also rallying around Tommy because I had saw who's it was interviewing who said she interviewed Saquon Barkley, and it was like such a shitty question. Like, I know it's a basic question, obvious question because it's been a big thing to be made about it, but she was like, Oh, I asked Saquon Barkley, like, is it strange that your quarterback still lives at home with his mom? And apparently, Saquon's response was, No, he's smart. Why wouldn't you want to go back to your mum's cooking every night? Like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, bitch. Saquon's got his back. Like, I love that. Saquon's, I love Saquon. Saquon's yeah. a great guy. No matter who it is, he's... Saquon's good. Like, if he's your friend, he is, he's a ride or die, man. That boy, I love that. Saquon. Yeah, he's a good dude, he seems like. Good dude, he seems like. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's pretty much the recap of of the game so much from uh, from last night. I, I do feel like... The refs tried to fuck us. They were trying very hard to give it to Green Bay, um, whether it be giving them a first down that I didn't think was a first down on a questionable fourth down call or a questionable fourth down play, um, or it be them saying Saquon, who was pushed and lost his balance and stumbled and fell down, did not give himself up despite being touched before falling down. And then they were just going to give the Packers the ball at like the 30. Like, I didn't understand that. Like, when they showed it back, it's like, yeah, well, Saquon, like, was losing his balance because he got pushed. It just took him 10 yards to lose his balance. 
Yeah, no, they were trying to defend I didn't him. I said, well, that you at can all. see that he he starts to regain his footing. Well, obviously he, but he didn't. Never officially did. Like one, because of course that's just human nature. You're going to try and not to fall over. But also two, clearly he didn't regain his footing because he fell over. Right. Like, like uh, it, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. And it was like because I was like recording Wufflebox and kind of watching it. And that when they showed the replay, because it looked like at first, um, like, so I was like in my watching in my peripherals. At first, it looked like ah oh, fuck, like he yeah that's a fumble. But then when they showed the replay, I was like oh oh no we're good. And I carried like and then mm -hmm. wait why the fuck have they got the ball? What the fuck? It's, oh, it's bullshit, bullshit. Um, yeah, it really is. But yeah, last last thing I just will say because normally I'm not the kind of guy like I'm normally if I'm watching a game, I'm like I don't want to I'm not texting anyone because I normally if anyone I just put my phone away because I don't want to be just 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 in case because I'm normally streaming it as well so sometimes like, like 30 seconds behind I don't want anyone texting me oh, going oh yeah. my god did you see this and you go fuck no I didn't oh there it is so I normally like leave my phone alone during the game but that that touchdown throw when Tommy felt the pressure went to the right and just somehow found Isaiah Hodgins I was I couldn't help it I just had to text you like what the fuck that was, that was sick Oh, that got me hyped. Oh, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. So, who we got next? Saints. It was Saints. I'm going to the game on Sunday. Yeah, I got a. I'm leaving Saturday night. You going Nollings? I'm going to Nala. Is that is that like a a clown mask? A month ago to wear to it because I was like they're gonna lose, so I'll just be like, haha, you can't make fun of me. I know that I'm wearing a clown mask, but now I don't know because they're on a winning streak. So, well, leave the clown mask. Do you know what you do? Just so you don't waste your money on the clown mask, just print off this New New Orleans Saints logo and put it on the clown mask. So, you, like, you're now you're saying, ha, you're clowns. You Maybe. guys are clowns. Yeah. And then that's if the way it, to go. If if they just start destroying us, then you can just slowly peel it off and like, now I'm the clown. It'd be funny. And you might get shown on TV. So yeah. There you go. But was it was it? Is it, is it was it like a happenstance thing? Was it like, oh, we're going to New Orleans? Oh, this or are you just going specifically to watch the game? Uh my friend Darren is a Saints fan, and we had kind of talked about going the next time that they played in New Orleans, and we were like, well. Let's just go. And so we bought tickets a while ago. And yeah, obviously neither team is great this year, but I kind of eat into the playing field. And now I'm excited to watch the Giants again. So I'm I'm very I'm very happy about that. But yeah, I'll post some stuff for uh for the account for the socials at CBB Pod. If you want to give us a follow, live Good. coverage from New Orleans this weekend. Oh boys. We're down over here on a bayou. We're from a fan boat down in the swamp. But I have heard that in New Orleans, so you're getting this What when you're flying in? Uh, we're driving in. Oh, what like, what you? What like when? Six, when? Six o'clock. I'll probably get there like midnight, Sunday. And then when, so wait, so you're just driving in Pretty much watching the game and driving home again. Dog, it's for the love of football, man. 
the love of football. I don't know. We'll see what we got going on. How long's the drive? Six six hours. She's so it's not even so. Who's you? Is he the driving or are you splitting it? Um, or is it like could drive. It's who gets car. drunk? We're going in his car. Who gets drunk first? Uh, I win. You're driving. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can drive, so I, I will. I will volunteer to take some of that. But my car is not as big as his is, so I would like to ride in not my car, unless I can borrow my wife's. She actually has like a full on car. Ooh. She fancy. I just have a two-seater truck. Not a great road trip vehicle. Yeah, before I go on like long, long, long road trips, I think I need to upgrade from my Toyota Corolla. I don't know if I can trust. I, I, I've, I've driven like four or five hours, but yeah, I don't trust her. Bless her. She's a good girl, but I don't know. Um, last, well, last thing, nickname. I've heard a lot of things. Tommy Cutlets is a. I've heard that a lot. I, I'm not feeling it. Is it? Have you heard any good ones? Uh, uh, I mean, TD. I just like Tommy D. TD. Tommy DeVere, touchdown. It's a TD, TD. Yeah, I mean, he has the chain. He has the TD chain. Uh, Tommy Cutlets is kind of what it seems like everybody's going with. I don't love it, but like, hmm. I'm fucking here for it, bro. I'm here for it, dude. What about Tommy Touchdown? Cousin Tommy instead of Cousin Vinny. I don't hate that. I do like the logo, the NY logo, where the Y is just the That is pretty good. Now. That's pretty great. Wish I'd, wish I'd thought of that first. Like, it is so funny. Like If he doesn't do that against the Commanders, like it was like a joke that people did to him, but if he doesn't embrace it and just play into it, like not, I, I don't think any of this is anywhere what we're talking about. Like he's played well, but like the hype behind Tommy DeVito is because he's played into it and he's not been a dick. He's not being cocky. Just uh, there was a touchdown pass, does that. Isaiah Hodgins catches a touchdown pass from him, does this. It's just like he's playing it well. It's all just harmless fun. Do you know who I do feel bad for, though? Or do have real sympathy for? Like yeah. this, the Paulie D and the situation from Jersey Shore. Because now yeah. they're they're no longer the most famous Jersey Italians. They're That's like, true. They fell down because they they they've never thrown a touchdown pass at the New York Giants. That's true. So T's and P's. That's a great point. So Paulie D. Yeah, T's and P's. And the situation. Unfortunate for them. Yeah. The situation has gone south. Um, I guess we should technically finish up because because you know I kind of did hype up in the introduction that. Allegedly, rumor has it, word on the street is that we are a podcast dedicated to New York Giants and West Ham. So I guess let's mention West Ham. Uh, uh, what a what a ride! Well, so because we we were very good coming back against Tottenham, being beating them two one. You know, I can't not mention that on the podcast because that was great. We, we did, beat we them. Fuck Tottenham, and then we just got destroyed five 0 by Fulham. And I don't like to be that guy that comes up with excuses because no matter what the excuse, 5 nil is terrible. There's no excuse for 5 nil. But the, David Moyer did mention that a lot of players are getting sick and there's like a bug going through the camp. And I, stay I, away for two days from the facility. Yeah, and I'm hoping that's really true and it's back because 
then hope next game against Freiburg, whether in the Europa League, where we don't have to win, but still we need we need something. Can't you? Can, you can never win. go in looking for a draw. Win. You need you need to win because like everyone was just just so slow and behind. Like Paqueta was crap. Kudos was crap. Bowen wasn't crap, but he was not the Bowen that you'd expect. James Will Prowse had a decent game. But other than that, it was just it was just everyone. And in weird ways, I don't know how you feel about this. Because I came away from that game. I wasn't angry. I was just kind of because it's because like, I feel I get more angry when, let's say West Ham lose and like one or two players do really badly, or David Moyes does something dumb. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, if, if it wasn't for that, we could have fucked and I'm getting really annoyed. But because it was just pretty much everything, everything was wrong. The players were all shit. David Moyes made shitty decisions. Maybe his hands were tied somewhat because of the illness, whatever. Like his substitutions were dumb. Like it was 3 0 down at half time. And he thinks, you know what's going to help? Yeah, let's bring on an extra defender. Like just the whole thing was shit. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, eh, I just kind of, oh, well, I guess I'm going to continue with the rest of my life now. I just did. I just didn't care as much, if that makes sense. What What, what is your I take? was mad that it was Fulham. I was mad that it was against Fulham. But, like, just, yeah, the, the illness kind of going around. And then and you just chalk it up to make yourself feel better. Like, well, we're focusing on Thursday. Because we do have to beat Freiburg. Freiburg. No, I think because of goal difference or... I think... They have a better goal differential because they just blew no, out but whoever... I th- but I think it's comes down to head to, did we beat them before in the first round of matches? We did, but if they beat us. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, we can't lose. That's yeah, we definitely can't lose. But if it's a draw, because we beat them, we win on the head to head. So we 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 will finish top of the group if we draw. Uh, okay. But I mean I am no professional sportsman. This may shock everyone. But yeah, if you go into a game going, all we need is a draw, that's almost a guarantee that you're going to lose because you need to go for the win. That's how it is. Right. Um, it's just a shame that we're in this because it's like we've got about, it's December, which means in the next 20 days, we have about 16 games to play. It's going to be ridiculous. We have four schedule. games in nine days coming up. Yeah. So it would have been ideal if we could have just tried out the youth team in this game but we can't so well they were saying on sunday morning that only city and liverpool have played more games in the last three seasons than west ham has we've played like over 100 games throughout including europe and everything and it's like we do have we're still in i think carabao we're still in europa we're still in premier like we are still rolling a squad two days a week at least three days a week so i I, it shows that like we're just not at the liverpool level yet where we have like the the guys going through there but like we gotta still keep working through that which means we gotta keep being good at europa so the depth is better out of group stages you're gonna keep getting people yeah the depth is significantly better this is the best depth we've had in a long 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 time it's just uh yeah i don't know but because the league's very different because it as shit as the game was last time, we're still what ninth, I think, in the league, and everyone above us keeps fucking up. So it's not out of the realm of possibility where we could still finish sixth, fifth, seventh, sixth, fifth, 
this year. So let's keep chugging along, yeah. chug, chug, chugging along. Um, here's a demo. Did you see this? I posted this on Twitter because they looked at um, Premier League games that have happened in 2023. So the end, basically the last half of last season and the first half of this season, if you combine them and you did a league table, did ah. you see who is bottom of the Premier League? Is it Tottenham? It's not, unfortunately. Chelsea? It's Chelsea, who have spent over a billion pounds in the last three transfer windows. They're technically equal on points with two other teams, but they've played one extra game. So if you go points per game, Chelsea statistically are the worst team in the Premier League after spending a billion pounds on players. That's shit's hilarious. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Because that bit much you mentioned there you go down. Oh. That'd be super funny. Imagine being in that top what's his name, Todd Bowley, pumping a billion pound yeah. into a team and you get and this is what you get. Mate. Jesus. Jeez, buddy. Like imagine how you know how bad you feel paying actual currency for a clown mask that you might not use. Imagine how he feels. Right. Jeez. There you go. Uh, but there you go. What have we got? What else we've got coming up? Um, so we've got Freeburg, which it's a must win. So I'm predicting a win. And then who we got? Because it gets to the wacky. So we've got Wolves on Sunday. Ooh. Although to be fair, yeah, they're not doing that great. But the way this season has gone again, it's, it's like oh. I always, I think I say this every year with West Ham, but it's now it's like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who's who's going to turn up. Are we going to win? We could win. We could win four nil, but we could also lose five nil. I don't know. I've, I've, I've given up predicting. Right. How are you vibing? Um, I don't know. I feel like we're going to go into Freiburg and play well. I have good feelings about that, but yeah, the Premier League is so hit or miss with this. In this season, I feel like we've been on such a good run, though. You know I, I, I wouldn't be mad if we just rest some people against Wolves. Fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. But if we can t- turn up next Wednesday and beat Liverpool in the Carabao Cup and get through to the semi-finals of that, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, because I'd be psyched for that for sure. If I remember rightly, because there's some, because if we get through to the semi-final, potentially we could get matched up with Port Vale or Middlesbrough in the semi-finals. But we could also get... But then again, in the other... Like it's Chelsea and Newcastle. They're two teams that aren't doing great. Be... Everton, Fulham, Everton. But they're both... That's going to be a good game, actually, now. Who would have thunked that? Who would have thunked that a few weeks ago? Everton, Fulham. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Jesus. It might be the best game of the round, but never mind. Um, now I'm just kind of, I don't, I'm just trying to avoid actually talking about West Ham at this point. Ah, there you go. Anyway, shall we talk about there other things? Go, yeah. Shall we talk about what what we what else we got coming up? Because you got a lot, you got a lot coming up, my friend. Because are you doing? Because I know you got. I don't want to spoil it, but you have a big event on Saturday. Is that going to be? Oh, I, right. I'm pretty sure I ask you this every year. It's going to be the fourth time I've asked you this. This is going to be a 
is this going to be your an episode or is this going to be a bonus episode? Because I'm assuming you're going to record one tomorrow, right? Uh, yeah, so tomorrow we'll have episode 544, Past the Gravy. And then Saturday we will have our 10th annual Christmas Spooktacular at Southern Star Brewing Company, 3525 North Fraser Street up in Conroe. Uh, we'll also do the 2023 Gravies Awards. So that'll be fun. And then there's, there's going to be some good food, awesome beer out there. So come hang out with us for a little bit. Um, that will be the episode for next week. So that'll be your Christmas episode that we'll release. So you get two episodes. You can come watch it live. It'll be released like Monday or Tuesday next week. Fine. Great pod on all socials. Though. So go check it out. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Just fly on in, Mike. Fly on in, bud. Fly me to the moon. What have I got coming out this weekend? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Um. I I do want to try to write. Do me this favor. I know it's going to be hard because you have to organize it with the venue and all that bullshit. But try to get try to give me like three or four months heads up. Like, hey, this is this is the date. Yeah. And then maybe okay. I could work. Maybe I could work some magic for like next year. Maybe I could make the eleventh, eleventh spooktacular. Because I would like to come. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun, dude. Give Alex o a hug. Yeah. He would definitely be out there. I think he's coming to the spectacular. He's been nominated for some Gravies Awards. Been nominated for about four or five. Yeah. Do you know who he hasn't been nominated, nominated for any Gravy Awards? Well, I mean, Alex, I participated in a lot of things. You did, Fuck did you. contribute. <laughs> you did contribute. You did contribute. You can. You're the honorary wow. Graviest person in New Jersey. You win the New Jersey Gravy Award. No, I, I did. Did you see? Did you see my intro as well? I was like, well, I think, yeah, I think Alex has got an issue with people, people from New Jersey, and then he's like, well, Tommy DeVito got nominated. I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. He did it for athlete of the year. So I, I get, I'm, <laughs> I don't even win that one. Yeah, because even even I would admit, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give an award to someone because they're from New Jersey, I think Tommy deserves it more than I do. You win the oh, the gravy went for the most British New Jersey. I... The best British person that lives in New Jersey. The best, yeah. Very specific award, but you heard it here first. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. I haven't wrote a speech or anything. This is so embarrassing. Um, but yeah. So check that out. Boss, boss gravy. Uh, so is is it gonna drop early though the spectacular or are you gonna make it for one wait till Wednesday? Uh I'll probably drop it a little bit early, probably like Monday or Tuesday. Just make sure. be, it's a weird holiday week, I feel like. Get the video version out there at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Where do you like does the podcast app that you upload past the gravy to allow you to upload videos? Uh, I don't know. I just know you do the YouTube usually. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I upload this to YouTube as well. But yeah, if I upload it to, directly to Spotify, I upload the video file. And then if you open Spotify right. and play it, the video version plays on the Spotify app. But it also sends yeah, out the audio to Apple Podcasts. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I'm sure everyone cares about that. Anyway, yeah. But uh, also tomorrow, Waffle Box episode 128. Oh, we're catching up, Alex. We're catching up. Oh man. It's gonna oh, be close man. soon. 
It's going to be close soon. All we need you to do is take eight years off, seven years off, oh and then we'll, oof, we'll be neck and neck, neck and neck. Um, but the theme of this week's show is people who fucked around and found out uh, where Ooh, like the viral sensation, apparently. I don't know who viral people are anymore. Uh, but did you ever hear the, the woman who assaulted a Chipotle worker because she wasn't happy with her, her bowl and so she threw it in her face? I did see that. Oh, well, she got her sentencing and it was a very well, interesting. I did not know that. Oh, and it's, that's pretty interesting. And then also some dumb tourists get their comeuppance in Venice, which was very funny. I did enjoy that. Also, um, I bitch about Squid Games Challenge. Did you watch that on Netflix? Uh, I have not. Well, and then that new movie, uh, was it Leave the World Behind? I'm sure you've at least heard of that. The one that was produced by Obama, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I go in on that bad boy. Oh, oh, that's some angry reviewing of that one. I, I might even drop the C word a couple of times during that. I was so angry. You know what? You know when sometimes like you're venting about something, you're like, oh, I want to vent about this. And you start getting, you start, oh, I'm going to venting. But then as you hear yourself vent, it kind of makes you more angry because it reminds you how angry you were. And you just, you just, it just builds up and you build up. Yeah. And you just get worse up again. Oh, I, I kind of saw red. You just and... rile yourself up that way. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. But I see it again. And plus all the usual bullshit of a uh, feel good story. Blah, 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 blah. So check that out at Wafflebox on Twitter, Wafflebox Pod on Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> Enjoy Wafflebox.com. All the links. Make sure you subscribe. Like that. Thanks very much. Um, but yeah, so that's it. Wrapped up this week's show. Um, I think, I think at the very least we should be able to. Com- we should be good for next week, right? I think we're good for next week. I don't see any problem next I week. So yeah. And then and then it starts getting a little bit murky because then it's going to be after that's going to be the yeah. day after Christmas, and then January second maybe. Probably not do the knows. day after Christmas. Yeah, probably not that. that. I think I'm moving January second, so we might skip two weeks coming up. But here we check then. Sounds good, but but yeah, next week we should be good. Next week we should be good next week. So, uh, but yeah, thanks very much for checking us out. Uh, make sure you do follow us on the social media if you don't already at CBB Pod at Alex J Middleton at Only Mike Fish. Just go fucking Giants. Just go Tommy DeVito. We love you. Um, see you next Tuesday. <gasps> Bye. Where's my jingle? Bye. this guy he's talking to <laughs> that's his agent it's in that's the bag him. what's in the bag what's in the bag i wonder what's in the bag <laughs> cut for later bye have a beautiful time